0: Hello guys, this is just a quick notice to all listeners of Failed Critics, the film podcast that we've moved shop for the foreseeable future as we bring the podcast back my name's Tony Black. I was a one of the uh, regular, semi-regular guests on Fail Critics towards the end of the original run of the podcast, and I'm now the editor of FailCritics.com and the producer of a revived Fail Critics, Fail Critics Reborn. Um, we're going to give you a little taster of that podcast just after I finish talking our first episode back, which uh, Steve Norman, as always, will be hosting Uh, I'm on that one as is Matt Lamborn, another old Fail Critics guest, and there will be plenty of other people, including Owen Hughes, coming back in the future. But we have moved house a little bit, so this is just a little redirect for you, and we will put the the new iTunes account on the show notes. But what you want to be looking for is Fail Critics with the production house under We Made This. Um, So this account will now be... Shut down, essentially, a storehouse for all the past episodes of Fail Critics, but we'll have a brand new one um, over there uh, for the new era of Fail Critics. Fail Critics 2.0, exactly the same show, basically, um, just with a new home. So, um, hope you join us. Hope you can join us over there on that new channel. Um, But here's a little uh, taster of the the brand new Fail Critics uh, Reborn Episode 1 and that you'll hear on that other feed so thanks for listening and uh hope to see you tune in
1: so next up is the quiz and uh, as the host i've tried to theme this one a little bit around our our main review which will be the um new released texas chainsaw massacre um The idea of the the quiz originally was that the winner would pick a film for the loser to watch. And it started out um, all these years ago when we did it, um, that the the winner would would pick something good that perhaps the the person who lost the quiz hadn't seen before, like a hidden gem of a film or a personal favourite. It soon descended into making... The loser watch the worst film imaginable and then once that starts you don't get out of that cycle <laughs> because everyone just wants to make the other person suffer for their own and podcast enjoyment so I don't know if you guys just want to play us one for fun or if you have a recommendation yeah. or a, a film that you're going to make the other one watch if they lose but there's a very brief three question quiz I have remembered from past mistakes and got a tie break as well uh, so the first question from A website I found, and an article from November 2020, which of these horror franchises has the highest global box office total? Is it Conjuring, Resident Evil, or Saw? Saw. Okay, and your guess, Tony, you can guess the same, but have to go different.
0: I'm going to go for Resident Evil for this one. Uh, Unfortunately, you're
1: both wrong. It's The Conjuring. Uh, The country was (laughs) with with apparently globally 1.9 billion, Resident Evil 1.26 and Saw 982 million. This is accurate as of November 2020 and the website that I found a bit off. Wow. So the next question, again, multiple choice. How many people were actually killed by a chainsaw in the first Texas uh, Chainsaw Massacre movie? Was it one, three or four?
0: I feel like this might be a bit of a trick, right? Because I am try- I didn't watch... I- it wasn't that long ago I watched the first one, and I- I'm trying to cycle through the deaths. I think it's one. I think this is going to be one death. So I'm
2: going for one. Your guess, Matt? Well, I watched this for the first time quite recently, and I distinctly remember at least two chainsaw deaths, so I'll have to go for three on the off chance that I'm forgetting one of them. Well,
1: unfortunately, the website that I got this
2: information from...
1: That,
2: there was only one. that doesn't surprise me. Um, but there you go.
1: So we can verify these scores afterwards. And I will apologize next week if I. I, I it was actually the IMDb trivia page for the film, that one. Um, but there we go. So that puts Tony in a one point lead with one question to go. Uh, and the final question Gunnar Hansen, who played uh, Leatherface, which country was he born in? Was it Sweden? Iceland or Norway? I'll guess Norway. Okay.
0: I'm going to go for Sweden.
1: The correct answer is Iceland.
0: Oh! <laughs> so,
1: so that means that, uh, Tony, you have won the quiz 1-0. And if you want to force Matt into watching something, you're, you're welcome to.
2: Apparently, you're going to force me to watch something, Tony. <laughs>
0: Sorry. I mean, we both did shit on that, didn't we? <laughs> really, for the most part. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, okay, right. Matt, I'm sorry to do this to you, but uh recently I there, there is a uh, another podcast I do called You Have Been Watching, which is all about uh comedies and comedy films and British comedies and things like this. And uh one of the things I've been preparing for is an episode on spin-off British sitcom movies, right? Particularly from the 1970s, 1960s, 1970s. So I am gonna subject you, Matt, to the uh the nineteen seventy-two second spin-off film from the TV show Till Death Us Do Part, the Alf Garnet Saga, which is on YouTube. So yeah, that that's that's your assigned film to go and watch. I'm very sorry, and you'll probably never speak to me again. So all the best with that.
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't Thank you so much. I don't know why you're apologizing. You had a choice in this. You didn't have to make Matt watch something terrible.
0: <laughs> but I, it's you know, I just think, you know, I just think said, it's a
1: bit of a hollow apology. Yeah, don't 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 apologize yeah. revel in your, your shit housery and being an ass.
0: <laughs> Alright. Okay. I, I will do. I need to take lessons from someone like Paul Field, who would just He's... having a field day, wouldn't he, at this point? Ah, field day! Did, didn't even plan that, but he would be. Yeah.
1: Well, since his move, we're probably going to be getting lots of Serbian content from him to watch.
2: That'd be better than Alf going <laughs> <isn't> it.
1: <laughs> so, moving on to our next section, which is what we've been watching, where we all talk about some things we've been watching that aren't necess- Well, aren't our our main main review of the of the podcast. Uh, so, Matt, would you like to kick us off with what you've been watching in the last week or so?
2: Sure. So, um, it's probably just over a week since I watched it, but um, the recently launched new series on Amazon Prime, Reacher, which you'll be shocked, of course, relates to the uh, the Jack Reacher novels, uh, not starring Tom Cruise this time. And I must admit, I, I steered clear of the Tom Cruise entries knowing full well that he was not an accurate physical representation of the Jack Reacher character. I just couldn't suspend my disbelief yeah. on that one, unfortunately, so I never got round to watching those. Um, but <laughs> the guy they brought in for this series is very much up to measure. The guy, I can't remember the guy's name, unfortunately, and I'm a little bit ill-prepared, but the guy is an absolute unit and uh, I dare say is a good enough actor to qualify for the role. It's, it's an interesting take on your typical sort of one-man army sort of revenge story, which uh, this one ends up being. I don't want to spoil it too much for people, because I highly recommend people go watch it, and the last time I checked on IMDb, it had very, very strong reviews, so it seems to have been universally uh, enjoyed by most people who've watched it and reviewed it so far. Um, has a lot of... Very good and well-written, likeable characters and your go-to dastardly bad guys, which is what these type of shows absolutely need for you to get behind them for like seven or eight episodes. Uh, but it flew by. I, I binged them all in one weekend and was disappointed when it was all over. So without going into too much detail about the the whole thing, if you have Amazon Prime and you're looking for something to watch, Reacher is is highly, highly recommended, and I'm sure it does a much better job than the Tom Cruise movies of of telling the story of that character. I found it thoroughly entertaining.
1: Okay. I have been watching the reboot or reimagining or re whatever of Fresh Prince of Bel Air called Bel Air, which can be found on on Sky on Demand. I think it's on a channel called Peacock in the US. Uh, so yeah, so so the, the 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 remake of the the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which is just called Bel Air, um, it came about from a couple of years ago ago a guy called Morgan Cooper. Probably most people have seen this by now. Uh, released kind of it wasn't a trailer as such, more like a concept video, which was kind of in the form of a trailer of what pretty much everyone will call a dark and gritty version, but I suppose just a drama rather than a, a comedy of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which actually looked. Quite interesting, and got picked up by Will Smith himself, and it's it's now eventually been remade with the first four episodes now available on Sky on Demand. It's growing on me. Um, I didn't know how I'd like it after the first episode. I was unsure, but the first three episodes were released all in one go, so I carried on, and yeah, it, it it's good. It's definitely grown on me. It's definitely good. It's definitely interesting. It's definitely a you know an interesting take on something that was just a uh, an out-and-out sitcom, although it did tackle some serious issues and did have some more serious moments, the original. One thing I do like is that they seem to be fleshing out more of the characters. Obviously, the, 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 the Will Smith version was pretty much a vehicle for Will Smith and did essentially focus on him for the majority. Yes, some of the other characters did have their own storylines and their own episodes, but it was primarily him. But it seems like they're trying to do more with the other characters and kind of flesh them out a bit more, especially. I mean, we've not seen much from Ashley yet, but Hillary certainly got more to do. I would say Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv have got more to do. Carlton and, and Will are the central characters, but yeah, it, it's, it's tackling. Unfortunately, all this time after the original was made, it's still tackling the same issues that the the uh, the the original did when it when the original did its more serious moments, which is obviously a massive shame and very disappointing and has all other connotations this far down the line but um but yeah it, it seems it seems to work it seems to, to work quite well as a concept and, and four episodes in definitely going to stick with it and and see where it goes
0: I've, I've i've heard interesting things about that definitely i think it seems to be uh, dividing people a little bit that one but i, I suppose it was always gonna win it really because it's quite a it's quite a well-remembered yeah. original so
1: yeah Obviously, the other thing that they've got they're, they're sort of doing with this one, as you can imagine, is that the sitcom every episode was a standalone episode. You know, there might be the odd two parter or something, but every episode was a standalone of its own, contained plot that most of the time won't even be referenced again throughout the whole series. But this one, obviously, the the, the dramatized version is there's more overarching plot lines that spread for episode to episode and throughout part of or the whole series so that's mm. obviously a, a different thing from the original but but yeah it, it, i think it works the characters are good it's the the actors who pretty much none of them are, are particularly well known must admit i'm not familiar with any of them they're, they're they're all you know at least all right if not if not very good yeah so i i, I think it's definitely something that works definitely something to 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 keep watching to at least see out the first season and see how how it plays out.
2: I have got a quick question for you, Steve. Yeah. Is Uncle Phil in his spare time still the leader of a underground Japanese crime syndicate? <laughs> I I don't
1: believe he is in this version. No.
2: Ah, okay. Never
0: mind then.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you're not going uh, to watch
0: it now, are you, Matt? To be yeah, fair. we
1: can't have everything, can we? <laughs> So yes, Tony, what have you what have you seen?
0: Well, I have seen. I'm not going to talk about this obviously because it matters, but I have seen the first couple of episodes of Rechat, and uh, I I, th- I think it's got definitely got promise. I don't think it's not quite clicked for me yet completely, but I am enjoying it. Yeah, and he, he is like like he's a specimen, you know, he fits the bill in that way. So no, I'm looking forward to watching more of that. Definitely, I've gone for uh, another TV show. Actually, we're all talking TV uh, in this one, um, this is going to hurt, which is on the BBC. And uh, it's based on... It's a hospital drama. It's based on a memoir by a doctor called Adam Kay, who uh, wrote this a book of the same name a few years ago, which was all about his time working as a doctor in the NHS and how underfunded the NHS was and all of the horror stories he kind of had and the, and the comical stories about, you know, being an obstetrician, so delivering babies and all these kind of things. And it's... I mean, it it, it is really... Uh, it, it's not like anything I've seen before. If you're thinking this is like *Casualty* or *Holby City* <laughs> or anything like that, you know, it's really not. This is this has got this is like a comedy. It's like a comedy on the one hand. It's really funny. Stars Ben Wishaw as as the fictional Adam Kay, and he's really good. You know, he's really deadpan. It's got a great cast. It's it's very funny. It's very 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 gory at points and brutal in terms of showing childbirth in a re- and it's been partly criticized by certain feminist groups i think who've been or and groups who've 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 worked in like natal stuff and who have been a bit concerned that it's sort of showing childbirth to be really traumatic and disturbing and all this kind of thing and that's a fair comment and i i wouldn't like to weigh in on that too much but it's definitely like gory and pretty brutal in in places but it's also about him and his his personal life and how like he works insane hours and he's got a um a fellow younger doctor in there, uh, a girl called Shruti, who's learning the ropes. And he, and they've got a really fascinating relationship, a really good relationship. And it's it's really, really honest and truthful and quite, and so good. I mean, some of the episodes are like 10 out of 10 brilliant for me. So, and, and it really delivers a few gut punches as well, particularly something towards the end that you, I just didn't see coming. And I was like, oh my God, that's really kicked me in the nuts. So it's great. Seven episodes. They're all on iPlayer now. But it, uh, it's got to be one of the best depictions of the NHS, I think, and how brilliant the NHS is, but how fucked over the NHS is so often by the government and stuff that I've seen. So it's really good. It, it'd be in my top 10 of the year, I think.
1: Okay. So, yeah, and you say that's on iPlayer, is it? BBC iPlayer?
0: Yeah, I think they're on. I think they've been shown on BBC every week, but they're all on i. IP- all seven are on iPlayer now, so you can go and binge them. Okay, like I just did.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.